What is up and welcome back to the ANA Sports Show. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my good friend and co-host, Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up, Kev. We're doing this, we're doing this uh, two-man two job again. Um, Alex had to uh, cancel last minute. Um, he's fine. We just fired him. <laughs> <coughs> if we haven't, we shouldn't. <laughs> Seriously, at this point, right? Uh, no, but he's he's fine. He just had to he had some last minute stuff come up. So uh, we just want to stay consistent. We want to put something out. So we figured we recap week 14 in the NFL for y'all. Um, before we do that, uh, for anyone joining us for the first time, I doubt anybody is, but we're two friends. We're three friends. I should say three friends. Sorry. We do have a third friend. Um, uh, we get together. Oh, I haven't seen him in so long. <laughs> yeah. It's good to see you all this week, though, man. That was that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um, we get together almost every week. We try to every week talk good, bad, the ugly, and sports, yay sports. Um, but yeah, welcome to the party. If this is your first time joining us, welcome back to the party for all of our for all of our loyal listeners, Isaiah out there and whoever else. I honestly don't know who's a loyal listener anymore, other than Isaiah. But uh, thank you for uh, staying on the ride with us. Um, Alex starts off our shows with useless information since he doesn't. Since he's not here and we don't have any useless information, I'm just going to share this. It was breaking news as of today. I don't know if you saw this, Kev. Um, UTSA is running back. I'll stay loyal with it. UTSA is running back. Uh, Sincere McCormick um, announced that he's entering the draft and uh, he's foregoing his senior season and will not play in the bowl game. Um, so disappointing, yes, but um, I think we'll be fine. And I, you know, you honestly can't blame the guy. His stock is high right now probably going to be the highest it's going to be he has really no reason to come back next year um he's broken every record and he's an all-american and i mean go get that money man so he's not listening but hey sincere go get that money man i don't blame you at all thanks for what you did for utsa setting setting the bar even higher and just yeah setting the bar in general um and this is a this is a championship caliber program now i true i believe now um with the way the season has gone and the coaching staff and all the, the new culture that they brought in. Um, so I wish him the best of luck. Unfortunate that he won't play in the bowl game, but you know, it is what it is. Um, you have any other highlights, any other useless information, Kev, that you can think of? Urban Meyer was fired last night. Oh yes, he was. Thank you. Yes, he was. Were you surprised at all? No, not with everything going on off the field. It isn't even so much what's going on on the field because they weren't expected to win a lot of, of games. Right. But you had the hiring of the strength and conditioning coach before the season that had been fired because of racial uh, interactions with his players in college. <clears throat> you had the incident in Columbus, Ohio, with the woman at his bar. A uh, couple of different instant instances on that. And then also on that same trip, he didn't go back home with the players. He opted to stay in Ohio. Uh, he's had falling outs with his players, um, including shouting match, uh, reportedly shouting matches with wide receivers. He's benched star his star running back on multiple occasions after a single fumble. Which, hey, fumbles happen every once in a while. Come on, he's your best player. You need him out there. Um, he's had altercations with his assistant coaches basically calling them all losers and yeah, just all doesn't look good. 
And then I think the final straw was just out like hours before the firing. It came out that uh, during it, the final practice before a preseason game, he went up to his kicker and actually kicked his plant leg while he was stretching. Seriously? Yeah. Why the fuck would you do that? What? Yeah. That doesn't sound like Urban Meyer at all, but wow. Just goes well, apparently he had Rocky's relationships in college too, but uh, it's not as advertised. It's easier to hide, I guess, in college than it is yeah, in the pros. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would say there's not much media following you, but I mean, up at those bigger schools, Ohio State for sure, you get you get media, but I'm surprised stuff like that didn't get out more often. But, dude, kicking your kicker? Really? What? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, thanks for the reminder, Kev. That came out today as well. Um, I was shocked, but, like, not really. Like, I was like, I don't know. It's like, oh, okay, wow. Like, that's a surprise. But, you know, you would think they waited till after the season, let them finish out this one. But, anyways. And usually being the owner, the con, he is actually very patient with his coaches. Usually go about four years. Uh, yeah, he didn't even give him one, but for good reason, obviously. So, yeah. Wow. Very. Yeah. I don't know what to make of that. I don't. Well, who who's to make what of the Jags nowadays? You know, like. And it's kind of like another conversation for another day when we have Alex here, but. I'm always surprised at how loose or how short the leash is on new coaches coming into organizations and owners and GMs just wanting to turn around like that. They want the flip of a switch like that with any coach. And it's like, like, I'm not, I'm not saying this is across the board for all franchises and all organizations, but like, I just, sometimes I don't under, and this, like in this situation, I do understand it, but in other situations, just the revolving door that is, you know, the head coach, it's yeah. like, you know what I, was I mean? about to say? This was extenuating circumstances. This was, yeah, this was different circumstances, but revolving doors that, you know, head coaches go through. I just sometimes like, it's just like, why? Like, I don't know. The, the, the lease is too short in, in, in some situations, in my opinion, you know, like you expect to win now, but winning is hard as we all know. And as we've discussed, you know, in detail on this show many times, but anyways, um, one year, even two years, I think is too short. I think after you give them about three to four is a good litmus test. I mean, if you think about it, dude, I was thinking about this. I don't know when I was thinking about this a while back, but, um, if you think about it, it's kind of unfair to bring in new coaches literally into a team of players that they have not drafted, whether it's the NFL, like these are guys that they're just kind of getting handed. And it's like, you know, they, if you're, if you're, if you're a new, if you're a GM and you're telling a coach, okay, yeah, let's see what you got in the first year. And they go, whatever it is. These are guys that they, they have not drafted. They're literally just like, they're handed a team. And it's like, if you can't win with it, okay, we'll see you later. Like you're not even giving them a chance to draft your own guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what I, that's. So anyways, that's a conversation for another day with Alex here. Cause I know he's, I know he would have some thoughts, but um. Week 14 in the NFL is done. It's Thursday night as we record this. Um, we've had to make some we've had to make some scheduling reschedules this past few weeks, and we we're recording on a Thursday again. But uh, Thursday night football is going on right now with the Chargers and Chiefs. I don't know the. Do you know the score of that game? 
Chargers are winning 14 to 10. Thanks, man. Chargers 14 to 10. Wow. They yep. came back. Wow. Um, uh, but we can recap week 14. Uh, we had our pick em games where the Ravens and Browns, the Bengals and Niners, and the Rams and the Cardinals. Um, I had a bad week going two and three. Um, Not bad enough, man. I thought you were going to lose that last one, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Ravens and Browns, did you see? Did you get to watch that game at all? I did not, but I did uh, read up on it afterwards. And uh, Miles Garrett's a beast, man. He is. <laughs> he is. But it doesn't help that um, Lamar Jackson hurt his ankle in the, in the very beginning of the game pretty much. Tyler Huntley had to come in and, and relieve him. Uh, Ravens made it a game, though, in the second half because the Browns were absolutely blowing them out. It was 24-6 to six at halftime. And the final score ended up being 24-22. Oh, wow. Tells you where the uh, Browns offense went in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a hint. They stayed in the locker room. They stayed in the locker room. <laughs> Defense did just enough to squeak out that win, though. Uh, our next game was the – what did I say? The Bengals and Niners. <coughs> I feel like the Bengals have dropped um, – not a, not a few, but they've dropped – not a few in a row, I mean, but they've dropped um, a couple of games in the past few weeks. Um, I mean, they're still in the hunt as far as for the playoff is concerned. Didn't get to watch that game either, but did you see anything in highlights or anything? I saw some highlights of it because it wasn't on TV. I don't pay for the expensive packages, so I they didn't have it on TV here, but I did catch the highlights of it. I was following it on my phone, and it was Joe Burrow, man. I mean, if he can put it together for 60 minutes, this kid is going to be special in this league. I'll tell you what, in that fourth quarter, those two uh, touchdown drives that ended in, uh, I think it was 36 yards and 29 yards, both to, to March Hayes for touchdowns in the fourth quarter in the last, like, five minutes. It was nuts just to tie the game. And then the lead them down the field to the field goal. But, man – if it wasn't for George Kittle on, on the 49ers, the 49ers would have been – they would have lost for sure because Kittle is their offense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know Aoki is the one that scored the the winning touchdown in overtime, but still, it, George Kittle helped set that up. I think it was a key, like, third and long situation that he came through for them, so several times. Looking at the Bengals schedule right now, and they have had an up and down year for what it felt like. Uh, what I was talking about was uh, they won open night, lost week two, and they've been literally winning. Uh, they've they've won back to back weeks and lost back to back weeks for like the past uh, four weeks, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, up and down year for them. But I mean, you're right, man. If if Joey figures it out, gets it all together, and that 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 combo that he has with with his uh, with his college uh, with his college teammate is going to be deadly, man. So if they can figure it out and they can get him some more help on that line too to protect him a little bit more, and he gets obviously he's you know he's going to get more experience. This is only his second year, um, but yeah, this could be a very dangerous team in the next few years if they if they do figure it out and um, get to get to playing some good football. Uh, last yeah. game, yeah, because they have a, they have they have the weapons on offense to do it, and they have a, about an average defense if they can get some. Like you said, some offensive line pieces and 
probably a good a couple of good pass rushers. I think they're in really good shape. Yeah. Uh, so not Packers. I'm looking at this week. Uh, Rams and Cardinals were our last game. Um, I got to watch a little bit of that game, but not much to pay attention to really. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I had it on the background while watching Easton. <laughs> um, what did you see from that game? Uh, pretty even matchup in the first half. And then the Rams kind of took over, obviously, third quarter, uh, blanking them in a 14 nothing fashion. But then they're late. Cardinals coming back, uh, leading, uh, running down the field, doing a touchdown drive, followed by another field goal, and then recovered an onside kick and had themselves another shot to win this game. Man, I tell you what, Cardinals are scary when, they, when they're when they clicking on all cylinders. And that being said, Hopkins is going to be out for the rest of the regular season. <clears throat> With a, I think it was a knee knee injury or an ankle, but he's going to be out for the last four weeks. I think he's having surgery on it. And um, so that's going to hurt their chances a little bit, but they still got, they still got a game lead on the Rams, even with this loss. And they won the first matchup. So they split the, they split the uh, head to head there. I'll have to look at what they're, uh, Their record is in the in the division for the tiebreaker, but honestly, I think the Cardinals are in pretty still pretty good shape for the division, even with this loss. They still can lock up a playoff uh, spot Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds about right, but we'll. I'm interested to see. I had no idea about beyond um, about Hopkins, so I'm I'm interested to see if that if that hurts them at all going down the stretch losing that momentum into the playoffs because I mean you need some momentum going into the playoffs and if he's out the rest if he's out the rest of the regular season can they flip that switch when it comes to playoff time you know or can they Cardinals are golden in the division they're four and one in the division nobody else is better than two and two well there you go so there's your tiebreaker right there yeah hey why'd you go with the Bills to upset the Bucks? I knew it was going to be a close game, and I picked last, so I didn't have very many good options. To be honest <laughs> with you, that's the thing <laughs> with picking last. There's not there's not a whole lot of options out there, so you actually you just have to go with the best option, at least for upset picks, anyway. Yeah, but I knew that one was going to be probably a pretty good game because if I looked at the Bills' schedule, it's they've been very inconsistent lately. By inconsistent, I'll say they do very good one week, and then the very next week they do bad. Then the very next week they've been doing good. The very next week they've been bad. Well, the previous week they had a bad week. So I was like, okay, let's stick with the pattern. They're going to have a good week this week. <laughs> I don't know what their I don't know what their draft pick is next this next season, but you need a running back, and I know a pretty good guy that's coming out of UTSA. You might want to give him a look. It'll be and, late first round, but I don't think McCormick's going to go in the first round, dude. Dude, I I don't know, man. No, 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 no. He, I guarantee you, he's not going to go any earlier than late second, early third. We'll see, man. I don't know. He don't 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 underestimate him. 
Same thing for the Texans. Where is it? Uh, I don't know what the Texans, what their what their draft stock is right now, or what their draft pick is right now. I, I know you said a couple uh, last year. I think that they're that they were that they were stuck with draft picks of not being able to use them. But same thing, man. You, need, you just need something. You need a franchise player to rebuild that rebuild that team. Watch this tape. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and as I was um, looking at your picks, I was like. I wanted to. I wanted to ask you. I was like, felt confident enough to go with the Hawks, right? But they played the Texans, so of course that's a confidence. That's a confidence pick right there. So the Bills are going to probably pick in mid to late first round, depending on if they make the playoffs or not. If they don't make the playoffs, which is still a possibility, um, then they'll be in the middle of the first round. But if they do make the playoffs, it'll depend on where they get knocked out. Mm. <clears throat> And as far as the Texans, I think currently they are in the third spot um, with a lot of opportunity to move up. They play the Jags this week. If they lose to the Jaguars this week, they'll move into the number two spot right behind the Lions. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is watch this tape. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Watch the tape. They're not going to pick them first. And if they pick them first, it's going to be a mistake. Excuse me. They don't need a running back, dude. Well, I mean, they need a lot of things. They need a lot of things, but running back's not going to be the first thing you take at number two in the draft. What's the first thing you take as the Texans? If there's a good quarterback, they're going to take a quarterback. Yeah, that's true. I don't think they will, though. I think the Lions will take the only quarterback that's probably even worth a middle first-round pick. Um, I honestly think they need to take somebody high on defense, kind of like a Miles Garrett type. Okay, yeah. They need to take a high di- high defensive uh, lineman to rush the quarterback and really get get some good players in there. Because yeah. honestly, your best players coming out of the draft usually are not going to be taken first, because that first player is always going to be a quarterback, and the yeah. best player is usually a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman. Trying to think, who are the who are the quarterbacks that are going to be coming out? I, I, um, uh, the dude from Cincy is, um, I mean, he's obviously playing in the playoff Kenny game. Pickett was, I think, is his name. Yeah, he, uh, has said he's declaring for the draft and foregoing the the bowl game. I think the Peach Bowl. Yeah, that sounds right. From Pitt, right? Yeah, the one that was a, a Heisman finalist. There you go. Yeah. Um, what about the dude from Bama too? Uh, the one that actually won the Heisman. I think he's only a sophomore, dude. He's only a sophomore. Wow. I think he was a freshman last year with Mac Jones. Oh, okay, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, for my, I was gonna. Where am I looking at? I was looking at my. Well, who would I go with? I I locked in the Packers because, of course, why wouldn't you? And I took the Texans as an upset because, I mean. I don't know. At this point, I'm just like, I saw. I, You're I don't know. The, for your team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, <clears throat> it's like, okay, well, this could be a week. This could be a good week. It could not be. Seahawks have been up and down, uh, mostly down. You're at home. I was not expecting that score, honestly. I was expecting it to be a little closer, but good God, man. I guess since Tyrod <laughs> came back, I mean, it's just, he hasn't been much help at all. I don't. I don't Davis I, Mills played started this game. I thought. I thought he said that uh, he benched Tyron. 
Oh, did they? I know he benched him at least for next week. I don't know if it was last week or this week. Man, yeah, Davis you... Mills went 33 of 49 for 331 yards in a touchdown. Mills actually had a decent game. That's not a bad game. That's actually an improvement from what I saw early from what I saw early in the season. When I when I was watching oh, yeah. when I was watching the Texans early in the season, I mean this dude could not do anything, man. He was rough. Like I mean rough, but that's actually a decent game. Um not bad for a third round draft pick. No, it's not. Last, I say that and Dak Prescott was a fourth round, so <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know who's gonna work out, man. Look at Tom Brady. You never know. The greatest to ever do it, and when he when was he taken? Sixth, sixth six, round. Sixth round. There you go. Alex had the Chargers and Falcons. He actually won on both his lock and upsets. So bravo to him. Chargers and Falcons. Um, who did the Chargers play? Chargers played the Giants. Well, of course. And who did the Browns play? Falcons. And Falcons. Falcons played the uh, Panthers. Well, of course he took the Falcons because of course, yeah, pretty good picks on his part. Yeah. I'm still four games ahead. Once again, don't ask me how I can pick games and <laughs> and have good weeks and not do good in fantasy. It, and once once again, it's partly because – no, not partly. It's 95% because I don't pay attention in fantasy and I actually care about pickums. <laughs> so, yeah, it's – I'm just happy to be, ha- be back at 500, so. There you go, Kev. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. Remember last year when I was like 20 games ahead of y'all? I don't think it was that bad. I think so, dude. I think it was. Where I was, it was, I was at least, I think I was 20 games over 500 is what it was. But I do remember looking one one of the weeks and I was like, no? You finished 41 and 39. Okay. Game behind me at 42 and 38. Okay. Well, I still have them in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised, dude. I, I, that's wow. Um, pick them games for this week, for week 15 coming up. Um, I am taking the – well, we can talk about it now because we've already made the picks. But I am taking um, – well, our pick them games, I should say, uh, three games are Browns and Raiders, um, Patriots and Colts, and the Packers and whoever they're playing, we all picked the Packers, so I don't know who they're playing. Who are they playing, Kev? I have to the right week. I'm still on last week. Uh, the, the, the Packers, Ravens. Ravens. I'm surprised we all took the, the Packers on, actually. Uh, Ravens have been inconsistent recently. and They have. Can't seem to win any of the games, and it's whether or not uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be back for that game, too. So Yeah. Is the only reason you're taking the Colts to go against me, to have a game against me? No, I actually like the Colts in this one. Like, obviously, um, the Patriots have been incredible late. I think they won, what, six or seven in a row. But um, Colts are at home in this game. They coming off a bye week, so they got some rest. Jonathan Taylor probably really needed it because he's been running all over the place. He needs to get it, catch his breath because – that dude's going to be the rushing champ this year. Um, Patriots have a very good defense, but I think Jonathan Taylor can find a way to get through that defense one way or another, either in the air or on the ground, because he's done it both ways. All right. I, yeah, I took the Patriots only because, I mean, obviously they've won their last six or seven in a row, whatever you said. 
and they just look impressive. I mean, that defense, like you said, um, and at this point, it's just a matter of, well, every week, really, it's a matter of who you trust more and trust. I trust the Patriots a little bit more than, than Wentz, as I've said, in the as I've said in the past, I just can't trust Wentz at all, dude. I just, I just can't anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Alex isn't here, so we can't ask him why he took the Braiders. Um, do you feel good enough to take the Browns with me? I, for me, that was a confidence. I don't know. Huh? I don't know. You don't know? Everybody's out with COVID, man. Baker's out with COVID. Case Keenum just came down with COVID today. Stavansky's going to be missing the game probably because of COVID. And I think they said there's a total of like 20 players and personnel who aren't going to be at the game because of COVID protocols. What? So yeah, I'm out. I'm not feeling so hot about. Did all this come out today? Uh, late yesterday and early today. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's nice to me. Did not know. Um, you're taking the Cardinals and Steelers. Cardinals as your lock and Steelers as your upset. You want to explain that? Cardinals are the Cardinals, man. They're still ten and three. Still the number one seed in the NFC. I'm going to – or I think they're still number one seed. Um, I'm going to trust them over uh, <clears throat> over the Lions especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who do the That's Steelers – who do the Steelers got? <clears throat> Steelers play the Titans. And the line shows even now, but it was the Titans by one and a half, I think it was. And I can see this being a close game. Yeah, Steelers have a decent defense. If TJ Watt plays, it's a big question mark at this point. But if he plays, I think they'll be in good shape. Uh, Titans just seem to be lacking those weapons ever since Derrick Henry went out. AJ Brown's been kind of MIA. Julio Jones has never showed up for the season pretty much. So it's like, who do I trust more? Really, neither of them. And I think that's probably my best chance to get an upset pick win. There you go. Like you said, when picking last, you gotta you gotta take what you can get. Well, I wasn't last, but oh, you, you were want second. To talk about your last pick. You want Yeah, <laughs> that's true. you were you were second. Um, I take the Bucks. They're playing. Who are they playing? They're playing the Saints. I mean, yeah, Bucks at home. I just, I mean, why would you not? Um. I feel pretty good about that. Saints don't have a quarterback right now. They, they don't have a true quarterback right now, and they're just kind of – they're reeling. They're, they're having a down season. They're going to take a quarterback in this next draft, or at least they should be. Um, I don't think Jameis – I don't think Winston is your guy. And as much as you love Hill – not saying you love Hill, but I'm saying as much as the Saints love Hill or Taysom Hill, um, he's not your guy either. Uh, so you need a quarterback, and the Bucks have the best to ever do it. So I'll take that pick. Um, and for my upsets, I am taking my Texans. They're on the road against against Jacksonville, but as we all know, Jacksonville is having a, you know, same kind of year we are. Um, the Lions only five. They just fired their head coach. Um, I'm just hoping we can capitalize on, on that and hopefully go in there and do something right, make one better play than they can. It's going to be an ugly game probably. Um no, but, you know that means the Jags are going to win, right? Because anytime you fire a head coach and you put in somebody in the interim spot, those players always seem to have some type of rejuvenation and play hard for the new coach, and they always win. Happened last year when they fired uh, 
Bill O'Brien for the Texans, and they won with Romeo Cornell in the very next game. Happened this year with the Raiders when John Gruden re- uh, resigned. They won the very next game with Ritz Passaccia. So I guarantee you it's going to happen with the uh, the Jaguars. And I think it's – I think it's all Blevins is going to be the interim. I honestly don't know. Uh, You can go on talk while I'm looking, I guess. (laughs) I was just going to ask you any other games you're looking at this weekend because that's pretty much it. That's it for our pickums, at least. Um, uh, Seahawks and Rams might be interesting. The line's at four and a half right now for the Rams. Um, What else might be interesting? Bengals should get a road win against against Denver, I think at least. They're both seven and six. Uh, Denver's favored by two and a half, but I, I mean, I think I picked last, and I think I was actually looking at that game for 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 an upset, but I decided to go with the um, with the Texans. Um, Titans Steelers will be interesting. It's Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator for the. Uh... Texans, who's going to take over head coaching duties. Okay. Thanks for making me feel better about that pick, by the way, Kev. Um, That's what Panthers, I'm here for, buddy. Yeah. Panthers. Kind of just, ugh, push, no, no. Push, pushing the nail in the coffin, man. Yeah. Um, Panthers and Bills. No, if anything, it should make you feel good because then it moves you up in the draft and gets you a better draft pick. There you go. That, then, we can go <laughs> get, then we can go and get sincere. Uh. Go ahead, buddy. You'll be in the dumpster for a long time. You do that. No, I know. Um, Panthers and Bills uh, might be interesting. Is uh, is Cam still starting? Uh, That's a good question because, honestly, it was back and forth in that game. I mean, he's still listed as a starter. That'll be an interesting game. Panthers on the road. Bills having a up and down season right now. Um, just really, just really uh, not being able to be consistent. Um, the problem with Matt Rule right now is he's not he's not settling in on somebody to be that starter. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Cam Newton took about two thirds of the snaps on Sunday. PJ Walker came in and took another twelve snaps. It's like okay. Um, Pick a lane. Yeah. I mean, really. In the end of – dude, in the league, really in general, I think really in general, there needs to be a true quarterback. Like, that's just – I think a team needs to know its leader. And the quarterback, as we all know, is the leader on the team and is the leader, is the leader of the team. And you just – you're not going to be able to – I don't think you can have a successful offense or run a – have an, I should say not a successful offense, an efficient offense – with a rotating quarterback position. I just don't think it can happen. Well, quite simply, I mean, it's hard enough to run one type of offense against NFL defenses in the league. It really is. Let alone trying to do two different offenses for two different quarterbacks. It really is, you know. 
and I get it. Other guys might have other streams that some guys don't, you know, um, like the Taysom Hill example. Um, uh-huh. That dude. So you can, draw up a couple plays for them. Yeah, that dude can do Not multiple. A third things. of your offense, though. So. Yeah, that it just it just doesn't work, man. Um, any other games before we jump into the Bulls? At least for the first week, uh, at least. Let's see. Your Cowboys should get a road win. Cowboys, Giants, yeah, I was just about to say that one's going to be a good one for us that's, Dallas fans. That's a rivalry right there. Who do you, Kev, who do you feel is the bigger rivalry, the Giants or the Eagles or other? Probably Reds. Uh, well, formerly known as the Redskins of the Washington football team. Really? I don't know. I feel like it really depends on who's good at the moment. Because honestly, there's bad blood with that entire division. There is. There is. <clears throat> so I I always feel like it's Cowboys versus the rest of the division. All of them else hate, hate us the most. But I know the Giants and the Eagles hate each other. I know the, the football team and the Eagles hate each other. The football team and the Giants hate each other as well. It's just all around. But... I think given the longevity of success that the Cowboys have had and that the football team has had in the past, that's why I kind of put them ahead. You said the Giants? Oh, no, the the Cowboys and the football team. Oh, the Cowboys and the football, okay. I don't know, just for some reason when I think of Cowboys and – or when I think of Cowboys and Giants, I think those games I have met more in the past. And it's just it's kind of the, I think it's kind of even with with the Eagles. This is just my opinion. The way I've, the way I've seen it in the past few years, it's like those are your two biggest rivals. So I'm like, who do you who who do you dislike more? Who do you hate more? You know. And for me, I just I don't, I, I kind of lean towards the Giants. But I don't I don't know the I don't know the team historically like you do. So you're probably right that the football team are the. Are historically the bigger the river the bigger rivalry. So, like I said, I think it just really matters whoever's good in the division at the time. So, whenever uh, if the Cowboys are good and the Eagles are good, that rivalry is the the better one to watch uh, and more heated one to watch. Yeah. Same with uh, those years with Eli Manning and with Tony Romo. That that that, that rivalry always meant so much more. Yeah. than the others yeah so it just really depends on who's good at the moment yeah should be another fun weekend of games uh kind of weird that we have saturday games this week but i think that might have something to do with the with the with the guys at the lower level playing i don't know um speaking of the guys at the lower level before we get to that um Let's talk about our friends real quick at Baseballism. They're an all baseball related apparel and clothing company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's that simple. It's America's brand, fish off the field brand for baseball. While you're there, or sorry, visit them at baseballism.com. And while you're there, use our code AA Sports. Our initials AASBRTS for a 15, 15% discount off your first order. There's free shipping on, on orders of $100 or more for domestic only. Um, I believe that does not count for international shoppers. Um, I doubt we even have an international shoppers, but Hey, just in case you're out there, uh, still go support our friends over there. 
they just released uh, the first the first of I would assume many collections with that with that Major League Baseball sponsor or not sponsorship uh, collect uh, partnership. Um, they've released. Uh, I don't think it's all thirty teams that they have stuff out for yet, but it's uh, they have some they've have some hoodies out there. They have some shirts. Um, I believe I I believe that's actually it for now. There might be some purses in the works for for the ladies out there. Um, but go check that out, baseballism.com. And please keep supporting your local local and small businesses out there. I say this all I, I say this every week, but just still support them. They support us to so go support them. Baseballism.com, it's America's brand. Um we wanted to talk real quick because uh the first the first bowl games are gonna be happening this weekend, really, and then into next week. And um since Alex isn't here, we'll, we won't do all the bowls, but uh, we'll at least preview a few of them. Um, of course, UTSA is going to be playing. They they uh, they got the Frisco Bowl up in Dallas. They're good. They drew San Diego State uh, University. San Diego having a they had a good year. Um, I think I believe they finished like eleven and two, something like that. They actually lost their uh, as you mentioned last week. They actually lost. They played in their conference championship game and they lost. Um, but they're coming in with a really good defense, a really good rush defense. And um, they've been, I think they've been ranked in those high twenties all, all year. And they've kind of stayed consistent there. Um, so this is going to be an interesting matchup because we're coming in, not ranked um, at 12 and one after winning a conference championship. This game would be Tuesday. This will actually be prime time for Tuesday night. Whatever it's the it's the only it'll, it'll be the only game uh, that night. Kent State mm-hmm. and Wyoming are also playing that day on ESPN at two thirty. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, obviously, because um, as I said last year, or as I said last week, my whole goal, my my whole goal in my head, what uh, for this year for for UTSA was to make another bowl game and actually win the game because we've been to two, we just were zero and two in bowl games. Um, so. And, you know, I just wanted them to get back and actually win a bowl game. So, but after this season, this will be a cherry on top. And after the news that came out today of sincere foregoing that foregoing the, uh, foregoing a senior year and not, not playing in the bowl game. Um, it's a little disappointing. Like I said, I still feel pretty good about it though. The line, the line is two and a half right now, or it's not two and a half. Sorry. It's two right now. We're, we're actually favored for the game right now. Um, and I feel good about it. It's I think it's going to be a close game. Um, this is our first ranked opponent that we're playing all year, I believe. I don't think Memphis in, in or Memphis for sure wasn't ranked. I don't think, and Illinois for sure wasn't ranked. Could be wrong about that, but um, this will be the first ranked opponent we're playing. So I mean, I even with sincere being out, um, we have we have a pretty good backup in Brandon Brady, um, who's a senior as well. Um, that dude, that that dude. That dude can uh, uh, can bull his way down the lane too. So I'm, um, uh, and then we have a um, BJ Daniels as well, who I believe is a junior, or he might be even be another senior. Um, so that's a pretty good, still two headed monster with that group. And then I'm not really worried at all about the run game being slowed down because we just we have a three headed monster uh, with um, a wide receiving core in and Cephas, uh, Franklin, and um, Clark. And Clark is our kind of like our, our kind of go route guy. That dude will go up and catch anything. Same thing with Franklin, man. Franklin has made some ridiculous catches this year. So um, Franklin's not your go guy. He's your route runner, man. He'll run any routes you need and be open. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, fifty ball, and he's usually going to bring it down seventy percent of the time. 
Yeah, Franklin and Franklin and Clark are Clark are our go guys really. Cephas is Cephas has been good all year though too. Cephas is man, Cephas has made some good catches. He made he's made some good runs after the catches too. Um, and our defense is solid. And what I, I was um, what I feel good about too is that we have depth. We, um, trailer Coach Trailer is really big on depth. So I mean, when he came in last year, he recruited a lot of depth for all these positions. And we're two we're two three deep at pretty much every position. Um, the offensive, the offensive and D line or the O line and L and uh, DL um, have been banged up all year, but he's been rotating guys in and out of there. Um, and so they're all used to playing time. Um, altogether, I feel, I feel good about it. I, I, I feel like we're going to get our first bowl game win. Um, it's going to be a close game. It's probably going to come down to, I don't know if it'll come down to who has the ball last, but it's going to come down to kind of like the last few minutes there. We probably need to get a stop. We'll probably be ahead and be – or well, I don't want to say that, but it'll be a close game, and I still feel pretty good about it. Um, I don't want to make a prediction right now, but I, of course, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Mama Modern in that one. Well, you can't make a prediction next week. <laughs> I'm not going to make a prediction, Kev. Okay. A score prediction, that is. I'm not going to say a score prediction. We didn't okay. make, We didn't make score predictions last year, did we? Um, not until we got to the actual college football championships. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked UTSA's chances until you told me that news about uh, Sincere McCormick. I think their chances went way down because he was – this offense really went when he went. And if he's not in there, it's going to hurt them. Um, I don't know who's out for San Diego State, honestly. So – I'm going to assume that the majority of them are going to play. And I think it's going to hurt them, hurt their chances. I'm not going to say that San Diego State's going to win outright right now, but I don't have a good feeling about UTSA winning with McCormick's not playing. I'm trying not to. I'm trying really hard not to because I, I know how good Brandon Brady is as well. And B.J. Daniels has has run the ball this year too. He's gotten he's gotten some carries, so I'm trying really hard not to. And we may even play uh, a, a third stringer because we may have to at some point. But the trailer likes to throw the ball too, and so that's what makes me feel better about it. Is Harris um, playing? Do you know? Yeah, Harris is playing. Okay, because I know he's a senior, so I didn't know if he was planning on playing. Yeah, Harris is a senior, uh, but he's also coming back. He's already announced he's coming back next year, too, so that's awesome. That makes me feel a whole lot better about next year. Oh, he's retroing? Okay. Yeah. Well, because he he had three – or he had a season or two where he was out, and then they got a year back from COVID. So, yeah, he's he's coming back next year. He's already announced. That's true. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, UAB and BYU is going to be a pretty good game, too. UAB, of course, um, from Conference USA, a Conference USA foe, um, coming in against uh, BYU. This actually, I don't, I don't know if you followed it at all, Kev, but this actually got a lot of um, uh, criticism on, on uh, Twitter. Because, well, yeah, criticism in general because uh, UAB drew the Independence Bowl, which would, have been a, which would have been a better bowl, honestly, for UTSA. And after winning the conference championship, we 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 ended up with the Frisco Bowl. Um, 
and were pretty much projected to play in the Independence Bowl all year. Um, so, th- but this will be an interesting matchup in general. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching this one too. UAB and BYU. BYU coming in at ten and two, ranked thirteen. So be on ABC. Um, and UAB is also a solid team as well. Coming in at eight and four. Um, I think they finished second in the – well, yeah, they did finish second in the West Division in Conference USA because we beat them. Um, that would be a close one. Watch out for U- watch out for UAB keeping that close. Any other games this first week that you're looking forward to? Uh, UAB wouldn't have been second because that went to Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I, I love you, buddy, but I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think that game's going to be good at all. I think it's going to be a BYU blowout. Well, that is your opinion. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Uh, speaking of West, I'll tell you one that I think might be a little bit closer than the uh, than Vegas is giving it. I think Frisco, uh, Fresno State and UTEP, I think, will be a little bit closer game. UT uh, UTEP seems to be a pretty chippy team <clears throat> and really fights against some of the tougher opponents out there. So I, I could see that one being a little closer than the 11 and a half point spread that they've given it. Same. I just know I'm, I'm looking at that now too. Same. Yeah. That, Not to mention that's almost a, that's almost a home game for UTEP. I mean, Pretty much is El a home Paso's game. right there in New Mexico. So yeah, pretty much is a home game, dude. So their their fans are going to travel. Um, another one that I'm looking at right now: Western Kentucky and Appalachian State in the Boca Raton Bowl. Appalachian State favored by three right now, but Western Kentucky has has that air raid offense, and we just played them in the in the in the title game. And um, Bailey Zappi is good, man. So watch out for watch out for an upset there. I know Appalachian State's coming in at ten to three, but watch out for that one too. Because Western Kentucky also had a, a had a tough schedule at first. They they started the season like, I think they started the season one and four when we played them um, over there. They finished they finished on a, a, a serious momentum. They finished like I don't know how many games they won to finish the season, um, but obviously they ended up in the conference championship game against uh, against UTSA. Um, but watch out for an upset there. Yeah, I could see that being a good upset game. Let's see. They uh, they started, what, one and four, and then one, two, three. They won eight in a row. Seven games in a row. Seven games in a row, yeah. Um, let's see what else here. Anything else good out there? Um, it's really all the kind of – I mean, it's really the all the – have fun with your bowl game games, man. It's uh, to start off with, you know. Um, we can go through it, I think, because Alex will – Alex, I, I really think Alex will only care about the playoff games and the big ones, the the bigger ones. Um, Middle Tennessee drew Toledo in the Bahamas Bowl to start off the bowl season December 17th. Mm-hmm. Um, that same night, Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina will play in the, in the Tell Greeter Cure Bowl. Um yeah, wherever that's being played. Um, as we said, Western Kentucky playing Appalachian State in the Boca Raton. 
the 18th. Um, UTEP playing Fresno State, as we said. UAB playing BYU Independence Bowl. Eastern Michigan playing Liberty in the leading leading tree bowl. Lending tree. Lending, thank you. I can't read today, man. No worries. Utah State playing Oregon State in the Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel has a bowl game. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl presented that's, by Stifle. That's the first time I'm okay. seeing that one. Um, number 23, Louisiana coming in, uh, 12-1, playing Marshall in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. That might be an interesting matchup. Louisiana favored by Louisiana is favored by five. Uh, the Raging Cajuns over there. Um, I probably say Louisiana comes out with that one. They've been they've been I think tough so too. Yeah. Um, on the twentieth, uh, Old Dominion playing Tulsa in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, Kent State playing Wyoming in the famous Idaho Bowl. Um. 22nd, Missouri plays Army in the uh, Armed Forces Bowl. And North Texas plays Miami in the uh, Frisco Football Classic. Because, yes, I also learned this. Frisco hosts multiple bowls. Yep. (laughs) We can – I mean, we can stop there. Any others besides the – Well, might as well finish off that day. The 23rd, you also have UCF in uh, Florida. In the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Friday, this, Friday, Christmas Eve. Memphis plays Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. Um, Saturday, Christmas Day. Georgia State plays Ball State in the Tax at Camilla Bowl. Camilla Bowl? Yeah, Camilla Bowl. 27th, Western Michigan plays Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl. Uh, Boston College has Eastern Carolina in the Military Bowl. Or military, yeah, military bowl. This will be a this will be a good matchup, an interesting matchup. Um, Tuesday, the twenty eighth, Houston, number twenty, Houston, uh, has Auburn in the in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. So Houston playing an SEC school in the Birmingham in the yeah in that bowl game. That'll be an interesting matchup. I'm gonna be watching that one. That one's gonna be fun. Yeah, that one's gonna be good, dude. Auburn's favored <laughs> by two and a half. That, but watch out for an upset out there right there. Um. <coughs> Air Force coming in uh, to the first responder bowl playing Louisville, Mississippi State, and uh, Mike Leach out there coming in to play Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl. UCLA coming in to play 18 NC State in the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. And West Virginia has Minnesota in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Um, You want to stop there or keep going? No, we can stop there. I was finishing off the one day that you st- stopped in the middle of. <laughs> well, I'm only going through it because I know Alex will really only care about um, only care about the playoff and probably the bigger the bigger bowl games, um, all the all the New Year's Six bowl. So we can we can stop there and wait and wait for him next week. So sounds good. Should be a good bowl season though. Um, you got a favorite thing, Kev? Not really. Cowboys won. Yay. <laughs> uh, mine's kind of personal, but that was it, we got together uh, for the first time. We got, we actually mm-hmm. got together, I should say, like in person for the first time in like it felt like a year. Fuck, I haven't seen it. It hasn't been since like the wedding, but um, it's been a while. We got together, um, three couples of us, um, this past week, and 
had a little game night, had a little get together. So that was fun. I had fun, man. When the hell was the last time we got together? Seriously, dude, when was it? Shit. <laughs> I think we just got together randomly because we're recording here. I think so. That that sounds right. I can't Shit, remember. That was sometime in the summer, though. <laughs> I yeah, it feels like you're right. It was before the baby for sure. Um, yeah, I honestly can't remember. Anyways, it was good to see y'all, man. I missed y'all. So no, likewise, man. Yeah, it's good to have you all over. Yep. Uh, that's it for this week. Continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Alex will hopefully for sure be back next week. Um, but we'll just wait and see on that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, don't make promises. Sure. I'm not going to, really. I'm not going to make any promises, but Kevin and I will be here to rock it. So if he, if he has to be out again, but, um, I promise you, we did not fire Alex. He's just, you know, life happens, schedules happen, things happen. So um yeah continue to be good to yourself be good to each other out there don't drink and drive don't sex and drive with that we will say later peace see ya there we go